This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how you doing today? We have got Matt the Mortgage Guide back. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Hey, first and foremost, folks, I was supposed to make this happen on Wednesday. Life got ahead of me and I couldn't make it happen. Matt was gracious enough to do this for me on Thursday. So Matt, thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. No worries. Hey, so one of the things we were talking about offline was really how do you compare deals? What do you look at? All of those things. Let me hang up on this wholesaler. I get calls from wholesalers all the time. So what I thought I would do with you is walk through the spreadsheet that I use every day. More importantly, it is the backbone of my online course that's on Teachable called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. So I'm going to bring it up. I'll go through it. Ask me any and all questions because, again, this is what I use and this is what I teach. Cool. So let me share this spreadsheet. So if you've ever heard me talk, um, what I talk about all the time is good or great deals, right? And for me, a good or great deal is simply based on yield, right? That is what I'm trying to do. So just to orient yourself to the spreadsheet, all I'm trying to do is get to this blue, blue column or the column P as in Paul, right? Everything I do is about that. That column tells me what deal I need to look at, what's a bad deal, average deal, good, great. That's the column. Second, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to look at just cash. I don't look at mortgage pay down. I don't look at depreciation. I don't look at buying at a discount. I want to know how much cash comes out of my savings or money market or stock account and how much money I get back every year. That's all I'm trying to do. So I try to make it very simple. So we'll start on the left side. So again, prices, right? Prices are what prices are. Uh, then there's the down payment. Why down payment? Well, obviously that's how much comes out of my account. Sometimes you could do 30%. Sometimes you could do zero. Sometimes you do 100%. It doesn't matter, right? Whatever you're doing for your property, step one. Step two, I call it repair costs here. Usually I call it make ready, right? Sometimes you buy a, a turnkey unit, it needs zero. Sometimes it needs 5,000. Sometimes it needs 50,000, right? Just trying to orient you first. And then there are closing costs right? Whether those are points on a mortgage or escrow fees or whatever. So that's the denominator of my formula. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. And what we do, totally. what I'll do here is I will put in one of your deals after we walk through this, because I know we were looking at one of your spreadsheets. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Then there's the month, then, then we go monthly. What are my monthly expenses, right? So obviously you have a mortgage rate. I don't, this spreadsheet was built for years to come. So I use 6% interest only. Folks that are in the course, put in your mortgage rate, whatever you get from your bank. I have to put something here to make it useful. Then I do taxes and insurance. And in California, it's roughly 1.015 divided by 12. Again, just an estimate. Property management, I have assumed in this equation is 10%. Uh, utilities and other things, right? Do you have a condo association fee? Are you buying a duplex and you are water and garbage? You know, what's going on? Then you have expenses for vacancies, capital, whatever you want. So basically all of that leads to your total estimate monthly expenses. You with me so far? Yep. And then what you do is you take your monthly rent, 
right? What are you expected to get for monthly rent? That is simply a math equation. In the top one, you're losing money, right? Hence, you're losing money. All the others, at least in this very simple example, you're making monthly money. I then times that by 12, obviously, because I'm doing a yearly comparison. And then that's yield. So it's this number, column O divided by column F. And then I multiply it by 100% to you know, get a percentage. But that, that's it. That's what I'm trying to do. And what I teach people is what you have to do is you have to look at your market for 30 or 60 days. Your job is to find average. So maybe your average is 6%. Well, congratulations, you're not going to do anything that's average or below average. So in this simple example, you wouldn't do any of these and you certainly wouldn't do a negative three, but you might poke around the seven or, or you could go into an average and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to change... Um, Let's find one with the calculation. I'm going to change the purchase on this duplex to 225 and see what happens, right? Because the spreadsheet will just allow you to move the calculations. Oh, look at that. I forgot a zero. Heck of a deal. Heck Get of a it deal. For 22 grand. Yeah, buy that, right? So boom, that just jumped to 8%, right? Because again, I dropped the price. List price is just list price. My students only write offers that are good or great. I had several notes this week. Hey, I wrote my first offer. I wrote it as a good deal. They rejected it. I'm like, yeah, celebrate. Let's go. That's what you should do, right? Lots of offers on good or great deals and eventually you will get one. So why don't we do your fourplex? You just did a fourplex, right? Was that what it was? Yeah, it was. It was it's been about 18 months now, but- um, let's, let's put it in and see what happened. So what was the purchase price? 330. 330 grand, okay. And what'd you put down? 25%. All right, so we'll put down 25%, okay. Uh, and what was the make ready or rare repair cost you estimate? We'll put 5,000 in there. Cause I, okay. I yeah. had zero in mind, but, but as I recall, there was a few little things, the carpet paint, whatever closing costs, yeah. three grand, 1%. Yeah, that's probably close. All right. So you put, so you were putting 90 grand into that investment, right? That's what came out of your account. What was your mortgage payment? 1780. Oh, I'm sorry. You're that's the PI column, right? Because because we got tax and insurance separate. Yeah, tax and well, I mean, yeah, taxes and insurance separate. You can just give me the number and I'll zero out insurance. It's fine. PITI uh, was how much? 1781. All right. So in this example, folks, we're gonna zero out taxes and insurance because it was in his PITI. And then property management, right. you had is eight percent, not ten. Eight percent, right? Yeah. All right. So that's 08. Okay, we're all good. Uh, utilities, water, garbage, uh, yeah, lawn care. I think, it's, I think it's in the 250, 255 range last I looked. All right. So 255. Uh, do you have a reserve for uh, bad debt, vacancies, anything? Yeah. Um, the property management actually holds reserves and I'm not sure what their calculation is, but I know there's- Maybe 5% there's a, you want to say? Yeah. Okay. So only 5%. So we knocked that down a little bit. So I have your total expenses at twenty four fifty two. Does that sound about right? What you had? Close enough. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. Okay. And then what was your total rent? Thirty six seventy. Thirty. Oops. Thirty six seventy a month. All right. So I show you with a positive cash flow of eleven fifty seven, which is a yearly cash flow of thirteen eight eighty three for a yield. That's an impressive yield in California of fifteen percent. Yeah, and I know that these 2019 prices, this this specific deal was a 
fair, fairly fire sale. The guy yeah. was doing a 1031, needed to sell it. Uh, um, and so, so my current, you know, scouting, I'm, I'm, I'm realistic enough to know that like, Hey, 15% yield is not something that I'm going to be able to likely duplicate. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, like we talked about earlier, eight, 10, 12, yeah. uh, with, would, would be nice. Yeah. And so so I think what, this, what I would tell you to do is you got to figure out what averages you're, you're saying eight, 10, 12. To me, that's to, in my world, that's wishful thinking. What you need to do is you need to go do the homework on a hundred Sacramento properties and, t- and tell me quite point blank, my average deal in Sacramento today is 6.25%. I'm just making stuff up. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, if I can do a good deal, which in some markets is simply 1% better in some markets, it's 2% better. Let's say it's again, 6.25. Maybe in Sacramento, a good deal is 8.25 and a great deal is 10.25. Until you know, because for all I know, average is 4%. I mean, maybe markets are so nutty, that's 4%. Maybe prices go nuts in 2021 and 2022 average is 2%. I don't know where this market's going to go, but you need to do the work to figure out what average is. And again, it doesn't take a lot of time. You know, as you saw the spreadsheets rather straightforward. Um, Right. So, so I guess my follow-up question would be, you know, whether it's Sacramento or tertiary market, which this one is of Sacramento out mm-hmm. in, in Marysville, mm-hmm. um, you find an average and then if average is 4%, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you, you look for, for better than average, Correct. you know, but if, if, if average is, is 2% because there's, you mm-hmm. know, limited inventory and, you know, Francisco. market is what it is, right. um, that's just a, a non-starter. Well, that's no, that, so I never make that call. I teach how to find average and then it's the dealer's choice because maybe you only want to invest in Marysville because your mom's there and your sister's there and you don't want to go anywhere else. You as an investor get to make that choice. As long as you know average and you could do a 4% and 2% world, you're okay. Or you could look at it and go, 4% is not enough for me. I'm going to go somewhere else. I don't make that call. That's right. the individual investor's choice. I might, might, I might drill down and, and, and take a look at Fresno and see what, see what's going on out there. Yeah. And then again, so a couple other things I use this spreadsheet, it drives people crazy, especially multifamily guys. I use this spreadsheet, whether I'm comparing a one bedroom, one bath house, that's 500 square feet or a 20 unit apartment building, everything goes in the same place and I'm going for yield. It drives people crazy. Sometimes houses are better investments, which I think they are today. Apartments have higher vacancies, higher uh, debt collection, rents are dropping. And, you know, I think houses are a better deal. Um, I'm not one of those people that thinks bigger is better. I want my students to be able to compare a house with an apartment. And I have used this spreadsheet for the better part of 12 or 13 years. This simple, this straightforward, and it's never, never let, you know, let, led, never led me astray. Cool. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is, is, I'm I'm not stuck on a certain, you know, class, yeah, it, it, single, double, triple, quadruple, you know, I just fourplex. want the best deal, man. I mean, because right yeah. now, fourplexes are probably the hottest thing on the market. Yeah. Because right? I want a house hack and I want to be that guy and all of that. Well, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. I'll do a fourplex, but it's got to beat a duplex. And right now, at least in my market, they don't. Right. I saw I saw a cool stat the other day. Um, I wish I had it pulled up. I had it on my computer yesterday. Um the, the two to four unit market mm-hmm. in Sacramento, um, super hot 
and the amount of VA and FHA loans being used is up dramatically. And that's house hack. It has to be. You can't get either one of those loans unless it's a house hack. And so it's proof that like I've taught clients of mine, it's a great friggin' strategy. If you're 24, living by yourself, buy a friggin' fourplex, live in one unit, rent the other three. If you want to rehab yours and move out, so be years it. down the road, you know, do it, but you're getting the very best financing, you know, you're out of pocket, very little. So there's not a lot of capital, which most people that's a big hurdle yeah. for them. Yep. Um, and, and the proof in the numbers is out there that, that, you know, specific loan type for that type of two to four unit properties is mm-hmm. up. I don't know what the percentages are, but it's up quite a bit. Yeah. The other thing you'll see in this spreadsheet, once you get comfortable with it, it's very flexible. It allows me to compare turnkey properties with total junk. Because it's again out of pocket cash. Right. Sometimes if you can get the trade off between lower price and heavy uplift, it makes more sense. Yeah. Right. And the other thing is, is when you really get advanced, and I give out homework assignments occasionally, you can start to see how owner finance. You can start to see what happens if interest rates go up. Because I get this whole we've talked about it. Interest rates go up a point. What happens to prices? Well, do the math. Because sometimes it makes sense to buy now, even if value comes down. Because your payment's less, which means your cash flows up. I mean, it's it's a very, it's meant to be something everybody can use without being an Excel wizard. And it allows you to continue using it. And it's a format, right? You just keep keep going down. And, you know, after you've looked at 50 or 60, you, you should know what average is. And once you know average in any market, you have the power. You know more than agents. You know more than other investors. Because it's like playing baseball, right? You don't have to swing at every pitch. If you know the fat pitch, just swing it that one. It's not guaranteed hit, but it's a better odds of getting a hit. So just write good or great offers. But folks, you got to do the work first. What do I say? Do the work. Learn your market. Do the work. Learn your market. Let's go. Cool, man. Let me ask. Let me ask you one question because this thing um, yeah. came up as I, as I was, as I was trying to get some clarity for me, so I could pass on the clarity to to people looking. Awesome. What What do you do in in a scenario like that where I'm plugging in? This fourplex is, you know, listed at 450 and, and we can put in the, the purchase price 25% down. Mm-hmm. Current rents are 3250. Mm-hmm. And I know based on market rent that they could rent for a thousand a piece. So we could get to 4,000. Sure. We're currently at 3250, mm-hmm. especially in California, mm-hmm. especially with the current times we're in, mm-hmm. we don't know how fast that's going to be able to get to 4,000. So, yeah. um, what, what do you tell students as far as um, analyzing, mm-hmm. you know, current, future, and, yeah. and how that plays in? So, so a couple of things. So we'll talk nationally first, because California has a couple of unique things given rent control, right? So nationally speaking, what I would tell them is, is what kind of make ready is it going to take? Because usually when you're at, say, 3,000 and you want to go, you're basically at 750 a door and you want to go to 1,000 a door, right, to simplify this. Usually what happens is you're going to raise rents. And somebody in there, if not two, are going to leave. So plan for some number, 25 or 50%. And then what I would say is what's going to be the make ready? Because you just don't magically plug in four grand without also calculating your make ready costs. So I'm cool putting in four grand, but you better have make ready. I would probably have two unit turns. What's two unit turns going to cost? And if you've been through your units, it could just be carpet and paint. Maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's 3,500 a door. Maybe it's a full remodel because the kitchens beat the hell in the bathrooms trash. And then it's like 18K a door, right? So if you're going to do that, which I fully expect, 
Don't put in 4,000 without the make ready cost. Otherwise the spreadsheet is lying to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So now California yeah. specific. We have this thing called rent control and anything that's not houses, right? Units and above, two units and above. Um, so you could assume 5% increases safely or you can do 60 day notices or 90 day notices depending on how long they've lived there and assume move out costs because you can give them notice but then you have to assume some of the move out costs you have to give back full deposit just include that in the make ready right if you want them out right just don't ever don't give yourself the goodies without the bad right so do the math and sometimes just raising it five percent and not having a turn is a better deal but that's why the spreadsheet's there you could do one light item at four grand rent everybody leaves, you could do another one at 5% increase, no make ready. And you'd be amazed how often simply a five or 6% rent bump with zero vacancies blows up the yield. It's amazing. Cool. Make sure you send me that sheet. Oh, you got it. Any, uh, any other follow-up questions or whatnot? I don't think so. I think you say it, man, do the work. I think, uh, you know, people I talk to that, uh, you know, watch a video or two and they get all excited and they've got the the long-term dream of a hundred units spitting off X number per month, yeah. sitting on the beach. They don't realize in between now and then there's a little bit of work that has to be done. <laughs> yeah. Again, folks, <laughs> if you're taking my course, uh, all you have to do is do the work, right? We're in a pandemic still, not a lot of stuff going on out there. Might as well look at your market 10 or 20 minutes a day, do the work, be ready. More inventory is coming. Options are coming. You can make a financial impact this year if you're ready. And if you get in, by the course, make sure you add yourself to the private Facebook group. It is called One Rental at a Time Works. That's the only place I mentor. It's the only place I interact. I also do a Saturday live stream there just for students. So make sure you do that. Uh, all right, man. Thank you very much again for flipping the Thursday. I appreciate it. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Thanks, Mike. You got it.